How many times did you have to hit the snooze today? Oh my god, actually, I did one worse. I unplugged uh, my Alexa last night out of, like, spite. And then uh, I slept in, like, three different places this morning because the sunshine comes in in one room. It's cool in the other. And then the third bedroom's dark, but that bed sucks. It's a Murphy bed. Who wants Murphy beds? Still. Irish people, I guess. Hey, top of the mattress. To you. <laughs> good morning and aloha. Uh, good morning, aloha, biscuitiers. Welcome back to KKUKKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. Ah. So you're not sleeping out of your car anymore, Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not on purpose. <laughs> you just have a bunch of like settlers of Catan and Scrabble and stuff in and your car. Three people like to point out that like when I really like a shirt, I buy like two or three of them. Okay. So, <laughs> like Shane like spit up into one of my shirts the other day, and I got <laughs> mad at him. And then I came out wearing the shirt, and he's like, "That's gross." And I was like, "I just have the same shirt. I just wanted to mess with you." <laughs> Well, anyway. that's, that's what you get when you make everybody wear your clothes. Yeah, like, ah, come uh, on, guys. I'm going to crank up the AC. Everyone wear an you, oversized Aloha shirt. You invited us all over your house and then made us wear all your shirts. We had we thought that was the goofiest time ever, dude. Uh, <laughs> Corky was so offended by me wearing your shirt, she made me take it off. <laughs> She's like, you can't wear a shirt and his bathing suit. <laughs> I wasn't She's wearing like, your bathing does suit. Not, well, you have we, the same bathing suit as I do. We have the same bathing suit. Because my girlfriend buys the stuff. We don't share a bathing suit. Yeah, that would be <laughs> hysterical. Anyway, thanks for tuning in to KKU, KKU 88.5, The Voice of Gravy. This is Chuck Sauce and Vincent Foti, and you got it dialed into the Biscuits and Gravy show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Biscuits we were, we were off last week because it was the summer of Chuck. Where summer of Chuck. Chuck was running a condo in Malaya <laughs> yeah, for two dude. weeks, and we hung out and partied over there. We so, had a really good time so with friend of the show, Shahane, and friend of the show, Corky Gardner. My last week with my girlfriend, I spent on Oahu, which is now the Island of Sin. And then she flew home to Colorado, and I immediately transformed back into old Chuck. Within days That's of her so being nice. off island, I was popping maggots with my toes and listening to Jimmy Carter. I was stripped of the waist eating a block of cheese the size of a car battery. Oh, my God, and a good car battery, too. By the way, oh. Costco sells that Tillamook cheese that is the size of a car battery, Ooh, and it's delicious. That does actually sound really good. Today's show is presented in part by Frank Capra's Capicola. It's a wonderful sandwich. Today's show is also... <laughs> oh, go ahead and finish. Frank Capper's Capicola. You don't have to go all the way to Washington for quality deli meats. And today's show is also brought to us by Paul Reiser's Yeast makes a great Jewish rye. You'll be mad about Paul Reiser's Yeast. Today's show is presented in part by a lovely endowment from Helen Hunt's Rifles. Helen Hunt's Rifles. Her rifles are as good as it gets. And also by Anthony Hopkins Pogo Sticks. When you want to get hopping... Get Hopkins. Hopkins. Coming up on the show, we're going to finish it off with a lovely segment we call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. That's because we are on 88.5, a nonprofit educational radio station. Well, technically, technically we are, we're being I mean, someone's making a pro profit and someone's being not educational. Yeah. I, I, I've been editing the episodes and giving them to our friend Tony Two Tokes. DJ Tony Two Tokes. Who has been uh, rebroadcasting them on 88.5 KKU. And you can check him out on the local show, which oh, yeah. comes on some point in time throughout the week. But, Chuck, I got a question for you. You do? Yeah. Are you feeling good on a Wednesday? I'm feeling most excellente on a Wednesday, man. I thought you'd never ask. And it's not just because we're both on our second espresso? Uh, second for you. 
<laughs> this is like your fourth espresso. How much caffeine is in Bailey's and French press? I have also been drinking a lot of espresso. My espresso intake has like quadrupled since I've got this espresso machine. Oh yeah, that's what I get espresso machine. All I can do say you, is I've been drinking a lot of affogados. Ooh, my baby. I'm uh, I was I'm staying next to an ice cream place and I've been having a lot of affogados too. <laughs> by the well, way, you I wanna, like uh, that describe... ice cream places are still run by 15 year old kids. I love it. You want to describe to our listeners what an affogado is? An affogado is when you ha- take a scoop of ice cream and you pour espresso over it. In Italian, affogato means uh, drowned mm. because you take the ice cream and you drown it in espresso. Or you eat four of them and go swimming and forget that you're lactose intolerant and oh. drowned in your own <laughs> diarrhea. I, uh, I've i also I bought some Cinnamon Toast Crunch ice cream. Hold the phone. Y'all got Cinnamon Toast Crunch ice cream? Right, because remember you were C-M-N-T, eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch. TMNT? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, uh, I'm was. i a big fan of the cereal Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And we all know that not only is Cinnamon Toast Crunch great as a cereal, but then you get that little moment of gluttony at the end where you get to drink that like syrupy, chalky, cinnamon toast stuff crunch at the bottom. Milk. Ooh, baby. And then, uh, yeah, so we had the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Then we got the Cinnamon Toast Coffee Creamer, which oh. is basically like if you took that Cinnamon Toast Crunch milk and poured it in the coffee. It made it thicker somehow. Really good. But oh, then uh, when I heard that they were coming out with Cinnamon Toast ice cream, I was very excited. I found it at Safeway. Oh. And then I've been making Cinnamon Toast Crunch affogados. Oh, dang. So it's like a regular affogato, but it's got a nice cinnamon, uh, cinnamon sugar in every swirly bite. Oh, man. I've been doing my affogados with moose tracks. So good. Oh, I love moose tracks. Dude, I know, man. That's I love, like, la, la, sh- I love moose tracks, and I love uh, Tin Roof Sunday, mm. which is mm. also, it's kind of similar to moose tracks. Moose tracks, does that have the peanut butter cups in it? Yeah, dog. Peanut butter cups, chocolate swirls. Oh, I love peanut butter. That's the tracks Peanut butter of cups the in anything is pretty much good. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, since we're still at the top of the show. Top of the do, show, too. Should yeah. we do a little Sinise Valise? I would love nothing to do more than a Sinise Valise. <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell our listeners what a Sinise Valise is on Biscuits and Gravy. <laughs> Sinise Valise is when we cover all the Gary Sinise-related news that the lamestream media refuses to cover. You ain't got no news, Lieutenant Dan. And so this But week, we got news for Lieutenant Dan. This week on the Sinise Valise, uh, actor-slash-museum narrator Gary Sinise is receiving a humanitarian award from <laughs> the LMGI. LMGI? Which is the Luigi Mario Guillotine International. The Human Fund. <laughs> I don't I don't know exactly what it is, but it's he's the getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. Because he's such a great humanitarian. Yep. And probably not a lizard. Probably not a lizard. Probably. We asked the questions here on Fiscuits and Gravy. Is Gary Sinise a lizard person? Do you have probably to be a not. human to be humanitarian? Are we just human or are we dancers? <laughs> what if God was one of us? Just a stranger on a bus. Just a stranger on a bus. <laughs> he better keep a six feet distance. <laughs> Today's show is presented in part by Michael Douglas's Fur Burgers. Warning, may cause throat cancer. We're going to talk about burgers later in Gluttony Club. But first, what's going on, brother? What is going on? Chuck? What is going on? What's going on is brought to us by um, Benedict Cumberbatch's umbrella patches. Got a leaky umbrella. Don't just patch it up. Cumberbatch it Cumberbatch up. Cumberbatch it up. Coming up in the show, we're going to talk about spoiler alert. So much stuff on TV. Spoiler alert. I saw an Uma Thurman, Matt Dillon movie, and it sucked. It was stupid. I hate it. <laughs> you just told me what the name of the movie was, and I already forgot it. Uh, It's called The House That Jack Built. Oh, yeah. And it's stupid, and I hate it. Uh. 
wasn't he in some sort of movie called like Dangerous Games or something like that? Oh, is that the sexy one where the girls make out and they kill Kevin Bacon? What is that? Yeah, I don't know, but that's you can like totally jail to it. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, (laughs) I'm more of a. Mm, so <laughs> hot. It's called Wild Things, actually. Wild Things. Wild yes. Things. Are not where the wild things are. Make out. Ooh, where the wild Which things are, Which is only dude. sexy if you're into furries. I like the the HBO crossover Sopranos Wild Things late night porn. That was really great. <laughs> or maybe I took too much Valium and watched HBO. I don't know. <laughs> also on HBO, you can watch Entourage, which has uh, Kevin Dillon. Kevin Dillon in it, yeah. <laughs> everyone's favorite Dillon brother. I can't just believe like, I just actually like think Rory I Culkin is everyone's favorite. <laughs> actually, I like him. Now. I like the that Culkin. There's a third Culkin too. That's Rory. Rory, yeah. Rory, <laughs> Rory, Rory is. I the feel third. like Rory loses at pillow fights, but he could win. I think Rory is the name of one of the lions on Animal Crossing because. He roars because lions roar. Rory. He's getting a little Rory. Kieran it, Culkin is who you're thinking of. Oh, of course. Kieran Culkin it's is the one fuller. in Succession. Yes. Yes. And he also drinks Pepsi and wets the bed. Right. Yeah. That's why I hate sleep sharing the bed with Fullwood. Uh, today's show is presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cookie Dough because the best batch is a Cumberbatch. So do you want to uh, do you want to finish up the Gluttony Club that we were just doing real quick? No, no, no. Let's do Morningwood and then go back to Gluttony Club and then go back to Gluttony Club. All right. I got a surprise for you, Chuck. You hear that music? Mm. <laughs> you know what that means. That music can mean one thing and one thing only. It's time for Morningwood, mm. which, of course, Morningwood is when we cover the loss and death of our favorite porn stars, but also we keep you abreast of all the <laughs> porn star news. Yes, Morningwood is where we keep you abreast of all the porn star news, all the news that the lamestream media... Because we know there's so much... There's They're so much just, porn news out there, and nobody wants to cover it. They're just trying to distractify you with UFOs and Biden sniffing people's hair. With that all of forget that, about the real stuff. All of that we are also going to cover <laughs> later on <laughs> during Conspiracy Roundup. Ooh, Biden uh, sniffing hair with young girls. Because Conspiracy Roundup is like Conspiracy Cookbook, except we don't have time to cook anything. We just have to get through all the conspiracies. I heard Joe Biden puts hair in like a coffee grinder and then cuts it up and does lines of it. Would, can you confirm or deny that? I cannot confirm nor deny that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's let's get into Morningwood, Chuck. Let all right. Me, now, now, first now, things. Now, you know, speaking of conspiracies, you heard probably about the conspiracy about what happened in Beirut. Of course, Lebanon. Where in Lebanon, of course, Beirut, there was a huge explosion. Um, so uh, The... Everybody, and including our defense intelligence, has said that it was a just a chance explosion that happened because they were storing a lot of explosive fertilizer there. Uh, but then, of course, the conspirator-in-chief, our good friend, the Donald. The Donald he went said on, it was an attack. He went on TV for some reason and said it was an attack, which caused a flurry of conspiracy theories and misinformation. Um, but this has been on the forefront of everybody's mind right now. This whole this whole Beirut explosion, and uh, when you think about Lebanon, Chuck, what do you think about? Mm, I think about Mia Khalifa. Right, of course, of course, <laughs> of course, famous porn star, the once and future porn queen star. <laughs> of Mia Khalifa. Now, let me set the scene. If you don't know Mia Khalifa, uh, she's really great by herself, but she has a couple really explosive breakout roles from uh, performing lovely acts while wearing a turban. Yes. Which, she, well, she was wearing a hijab. Hijab. I I, that's right. I'm, I'm so sorry. And so, I do apologize 
to all of our listeners for saying something. So I, I you're right. It was a job. So because if, if you, she had religious groups <laughs> want to murder her for it. And she's just like, hey, man, I'm trying to bridge the gap gap here. And as we all know, we've always talked about this on Biscuits and Gravy, okay? The more that people in a country per capita watch porn, the less cases of violent crimes they have down. And there's a direct correlation with watching porn all the time and abusing women less. Can you confirm or deny this, Vincent Foti? That is absolutely And you can, you know, I don't recommend it all the time, but, you know, every once in a while you might question things that come out of my mouth. Go on the Wikipedia. Go on the Snopes. Check it out. Porn is good. We we make a lot of jokes, but there is actually a correlation between the rise of uh, people watching porn and the decline in uh, violent uh, sexual crimes against women. Yes. So porn is helping everybody. And so Mia do Khalifa, your part, everybody, and watch Mia a, Khalifa getting railed while wearing a hijab. But that's not the most famous article of clothing she's ever worn while on the porn industry, is that? It, it's not. No. She, she actually, if you've ever seen a Mia Khalifa video, you probably know she is. She has iconic black thick-rimmed glasses yes. that she wears in almost all of her Which videos. Which has taken the load of most of her career, you could say, right? <laughs> right. I guess, you know, she faces a lot of those problems head on. Um, <laughs> those glasses should have windshield wipers on them. They they definitely And here's should. your chance to put windshield wipers on them because Mia Khalifa, being a saint that all porn stars are, she is raising money for Beirut. Right, because she's a Lebanese uh, native. Ugh, I would falafel her body. And, sh- and she wants to raise money to help some of the disaster relief from the huge explosion in Ugh. Beirut in Lebanon, and so she's auctioning off her her iconic glasses for her charity. Her iconic glasses. A couple days ago, she put them on for $90,000. they are already up over $100,000. Yeah, the, the, when I checked it, I think yesterday, it was it was at about $100,000. $100,000. So the Biscuits and Gravy Show, we want to try to raise enough money to bid on those glasses, so please go to our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, that's Biscuitwars.com. That's www.biscuitwars.com. <laughs> Donate what you can. Because not only do we want to help Mia Khalifa out, but we think that Biscuit, we deserve it. We deserve these glasses more than anybody. We do. We want to, we want to buy them and put them on display here in the Biscuit Bunker. So you give the money to us. We give the money to her. She gives the money 100% to benefit Lebanese Red Cross. Now, I'm on the eBay website right now. We also need money to pay off Nelson Wrangle for the rights to our money with theme song. <laughs> Nelson Wrangle, if you're out there listening, thank you for allowing us to use your song. So this is my favorite part about the e- eBay, right? So the infamous Mia Khalifa glasses, the OGs, auctioned 100% benefit, Lebanese Red Cross. Condition, used and abused. <laughs> is that what it says? Used and abused? Used and abused. <laughs> That just makes me want them all the more. Holy lordy! I've used and abused myself watching those glasses, I tell you. Yes, I he have. He treated well. his body like an amusement <laughs> park. Good old Mia Khalifa. And be- because of her being in the news a lot lately, she's actually moving back up to the top of the porn rankings. That's right, believe, because right? for a brief amount of time, she actually, on Pornhub, was no longer top 10. She was number one for a while. The longest time. Whoa. Now, if, if you stop being. For, for the, the longest time. time. If you stop being a porn star, are you still called porn star? If you're a Taoist, once a porn star, always a porn star. <laughs> Is that like when you're the president of the United States, even once you stop being president, they still call it, refer to yes. you as president? and you still get briefed. 
<laughs> She's getting debriefed. Hey, let's not skirt the issue. Boom. Yep. <laughs> ah, uh, that's taken from like 007, I think. <laughs> the Pierce Brosnan one. Oh. oh, lordy, that's terrible. Mm, interesting. So check it out. Go to www.biscuitwars.com, a website that I totally I you were own. Say go to pornhub.com. Well, check it out because Mia Khalifa is now top five, baby. Mm, up She's there back. with. Riley Reed and oh, Riley Lana Reed. Rhodes. Lana Rhodes, also retired, still number one, baby. And uh, what's her name? Ava Elfie. Ava Elfie, yeah, number six. And that's she- so great. There's two on Pornhub right now. Two of the top ten are self-produced porn stars. They make their own videos from home. And some are from the old school, like Brandy Love. And Brandy Love, <laughs> who's we all know. I love Brandy Love. She's going to play Stormy Daniels in the Trump movie. In the Trump movie, yes, of course. Which I am, uh, I am highly looking for. Oh, uh, lordy, lordy, the Trump movie. And if you have any thoughts of who wants to play uh, Stormy Daniels in the Trump movie, give us a call at 808-873-3435. All right. Anything else for, for uh, Morningwood, Chuck? I think that's it, man. Hmm. Well, then you know what that means. Oh, baby. <laughs> it's time to get in the Gluttony Club. The next stop on the Biscuits and Gravy train today is doo-doo. Biscuit is right here. I hate you so much. You're on a, You're on a gravy train <laughs> with biscuit wheels. Biscuit is right here, Chuck. You cannot give up on the gravy. You cannot give you up on the gravy. And that's why we don't give up on you, listeners. You doctors have been telling us to drink eight glasses of gravy a day. This is the real nuts and bolts of the So whether you're in show. your car, at work, or crocheting in the bathtub, thanks for tuning in to KKU, KKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. This is the Biscuit Show, and now it's time to dive into Gluttony Club. Gluttony Club. Vince Fody, if you can't breathe, is it Gluttony Club? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the gluttony club is when you eat so much food that it starts to get hard to breathe. And oh. then you, you say, eat a little bread pudding. Bring on the bread pudding. Or National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day was last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had so much National Chocolate. I've, I've eaten like 16 cheeseburgers this week, too. Holy lordy. Oh, my I've, lord. I've been eating so much chocolate chip cookie dough just because they, we, as we talked about, I believe, last week on the show, uh, they have this uh, edible raw cookie dough that you can get You now. can eat any cookie dough in the raw. You just got to man up, baby. Well, because usually you're not supposed to eat raw well, cookie dough. Because you get salmonella. Because you get yeah. salmonella from the flour, not the eggs. If you have an upset stomach, thinks. you just go to Taco Bell. You fight fire with fire. But now you can buy actual cookie dough that's raw, and it says on the front, okay to eat raw. Oh, just so like I me bought, and Khalifa. I bought a cookie dough as like a Reese's Pieces You cookies. did not. Oh, baby. So it was like a peanut butter <laughs> sugar cookie. With Reese's pieces, you're in a it. peanut butter sugar cookie. And then when we were hanging out at the condo that you had rented uh, for the week, uh, dude, so nice for your uh, summer of Chuck quarantine adventure, Ooh, baby. Uh, it was also National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day, and we mm. got to eat chocolate chip cookies on National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. It was so nice. They were so good. They were while, so warm while we were on acid. Yep. And we, I brought and them out we to watched, you guys, we and we the watched stars. a shooting star. We saw, I saw one of the longest shooting stars I've ever seen. Ugh, I know. And, and it, it broke. It broken apart. I think it was that was probably in my top three or four longest shooting. We saw a really good satellite, and it, then Dave Matthews Band started playing out of nowhere. And then the moonrise happened. The moon rose oh. out of the crater of Haleakala. Out of the crater. It was a full moon rising out of the crater, and you know we came out of the lady hole. <laughs> okay. Um, Today's show is presented in part by Christopher Plummer's Plums. Of subsidiary Brad Pitt's beaches. And also by Leonardo DiCaprio's guillotines. Get decapitated with DiCaprio. 
So as far as Gluttony Club goes, I have spent way too much money on sashimi this month, and I'm okay with it. Really? Yeah, Christy. What kind of sashimi are you into? Uh, I actually, so I got, you know what's weird is that, so I usually, you know, I, I like salmon, but I usually like to get like Philly rolls and like the cheap happy hour stuff if I get salmon. Yeah, I like a nice California roll, something not too crazy, maybe a spicy yahi. But I've gotten sashimi like spicy tuna roll. from uh, Tante's, of all places, at the harbor, because I've just been binge drinking there nonstop. Of course. And uh, it's so fun. Actually, still dri- anyway, drive over there, but still walk, but whatever. Um, I almost get bored, though, because being on a small island, you get a lot of the same products a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I got – I thought it was going to be too expensive. I got $30 worth of sashimi, and it was nine slices of sashimi, three different types of fish. And it was like a fatty tuna, a regular ahi tuna, and then salmon. Oh, salmon. And the salmon was so good, I almost like did laps. I felt like I had an eating disorder. I was like chewing it like a cow and like regurgitating it. The flavor was so good. (laughs) It was just so good. My only complaint with the restaurant, though, is that I ordered like a bunch of drinks because I was going to get hammered. And I ordered the sashimi first in between my $3 pints, right? Right, of course. And then I ordered – they have a $30 steak and lobster tail. And the girl looked at me, and she's like, I bet you like ribeye better. And I was like, oh, smokes, dude. You're a mind reader and a waitress. How does she know? That's like the time the the waitress brought you uh, hollandaise sauce and like a mug. (laughs) (laughs) That was like great. It was an ice cream bowl. And it was the greatest. I loved it. Anyway. So I did. So I upgraded. So like for forty dollars, I got a ribeye, and tons of like onions and mushrooms. Where's that? And this is a tante's. Oh man. And I like when they do like the thick mashed potatoes and they <sighs> scoop it on like ice cream, like with an ice cream scooper. Did you ever have the ribs over at uh, Beach Bums? Yeah, they're not bad. The ribs are fantastic. Oh, dude. Mm. I, I almost stopped and got uh, like a, a whole rack of ribs on my way home from your place the other, th- the other oh, day. Oh, nice. Actually, I like the fish tacos at Beach Bumps, too, because they're, like, deep-fried, and they clearly fry everything in the same fry later, so it tastes like everything they've ever made. But it's really <laughs> yummy. Speaking of tasting like everything they ever made, I went to Times the other day, and I bought some <laughs> coleslaw, and the coleslaw had this, like, rotten fish taste to it. Oh, that's how you know. Because <laughs> because whatever they probably were preparing some sort of poke in or something. Yeah, they're like, oh, let's just rinse out this tin, let's not just clean it. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just like wiped it off with their shirt and then started making coleslaw in there. That's that Which sounds is, like times to that me. That sounds like the Chuck Thompson method, actually. Oh, I know. <laughs> but I'm eating this coleslaw. I'm like, oh, this is disgusting. So then I went out <laughs> and I bought my own cabbage and made my own coleslaw, and much better. If I have a mandolin, not to be conflated with Kathy Corelli's mandolin, yes. and I use this. <laughs> what a terrible movie, dude. <laughs> what a dumb, stupid movie. I'm gonna do anyway. I hate. hate hate that movie, dude. Anyway, if you get a mandolin, I usually make coleslaw for the next day, but you know me. I'm impatient. Right. I'm a beautiful flower. I get the mandolin, and you can shred the cabbage super thin, and oh. I do my own that day, man. Oh. Day, See, man. That, sounds, ah. that sounds a lot faster than just kind of like cutting it up and dicing it up by hand. Yeah, but the problem is you got to be mostly sober and then also just forget the rest of it, because no matter what, yeah. once you get down to the end, it's going to be shave time. You're going to shave your hand, and you want shaved hands. Yeah. Anyway, that's, the that's lobster tail to a and the, the ribeye were really good. You say so you got both? Yeah, I got I got the forty dollar instead of the thirty dollar. I got the upgrade, and it was a uh, lobster tail, mashed potatoes, onions, 
mushrooms and a ribeye, and it was all cooked on like a, a dirty flat top, like a diner style. Uh, and I love, love dirty cheap diners. That's why you don't want to ever have the first order at the restaurant because you get you want to get that. Get I want to get the flavor of all the other. Get all flavored. They cook but the onions on there. Gets I gotta all greasy. say, man, I got so I got a couple uh, vodka sodas, a couple Heinekens. I got the thirty dollars sashimi, which I took home with me. I took half most of the lobster home, and I had fresh pasta. So I made a carbonara with the lobster and some shrimp nice. that I had later in it. We're oh, make, my God, dude. We made dude. carbonara here at the house. Uh, mm. It's always good to make carbonara because then you get to use up all that bacon. And we always have cream in the house. Always got cream in the house. And uh, having cream in the house is good if you want to make a quick carbonara or if you want to make some whipped cream. Mm. Which got, I like doing myself, es- too. We got the espresso machine. I've been eat, drinking so many espressos. Sometimes it's nice to put a little dollop of whipped cream Ooh, on there. Dollop of daisy. So I made some fresh whipped cream this morning. Uh, I've also been making sandwiches with taro bread. Oh, yeah, you were saying. Taro bread is like this sweet bread. It's got like a purple flavor to it. A purple flavor, like it's purple got, drink. Like purple drink, right. And it's got like a sweet and savory. You know how that Molokai sweet bread? Oh, dude, I love that Molokai That's sweet bread, bro. That's got that sweet uh, consistency. Isn't it funny so that good. like Molokai is known for like leprosy and sweetbread? Like what little <laughs> <laughs> and warm beer and warm beer. Mm. Sounds like a great place. Oh, also probably the best thing I had all week. Um, have you ever? Have you been to Jollibee? <laughs> no, I haven't actually. You haven't been to Jollibee yet. Because if you get the twelve ninety nine chicken, you get free gravy. I know. I know. We got we got a, a ten piece bucket. Ooh. And their fried I chicken, like their fried chicken bucket. is awesome. Anything that comes in a bucket, like a, car- a bucket of carbonara. I know. See, listen, Chinese food places have it really well because you get quarts, right? Mm-hmm. Italian places, I want a quart of Alfredo. Right, of course. You know, I'm so greasy, I wish a, I wish a mechanic could change my oil. You know what I mean? <laughs> but then uh, fried chicken places well, we have it even better have to, you gotta because they've upgraded. You got to put under Chuck to catch all the drippings <laughs> <laughs> when, he's, when he's eating. <laughs> Or just eat an ice cream sandwich in a hot tub. Oh, my God, dude. It was so good. If you go to Jollibee, get the fried chicken bucket, and they'll ask you if you want regular or spicy, get half-half. Ooh. They put little They put little. Uh, Does spicy your girlfriend flags. also not like mildly spicy food? Uh, no, she actually really liked it. Oh, it, yeah? It wasn't as hot as the Nashville hot chicken that I made. It's just, Ooh, It's got Nashville just hot. enough spice where you can taste Dry. it, but where it doesn't stay on the tongue where it's aggressively spicy. I like spicy ribs. Also, like, Jollibee, for some reason, has cheeseburgers, and their cheeseburgers are fantastic. I don't know what they put uh, on. How it's many some cheeseburgers sort of, like, can we talk about this week? They put some sort of like sweet mayonnaise on they there. They probably just inject it with mayonnaise. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing, but whatever they're doing, it's working. I I always get at least like two or three cheeseburgers. I've completely changed my cheeseburger philosophy this year. (laughs) I used to be all about just cutting up cheese and onions and putting it inside of it or taking a mozzarella stick and rolling it in ground beef and calling it what? A chuck dog. A chuck dog. Yeah. But now I've I've been converted, baby. I do one pound of beef. With an egg and some either soy sauce, Worcestershire sauce, or mustard, uh-huh. and mixing that up, and then doing the frying the cheese in the burger fat when you're done, and then sliding that burger fat cheese grease right onto the bun. Mm. That's my new Chuck E. T. style of doing it. I saw some people they do instead of a cheese like a melted cheese, they'll put the cheese directly on the grill and crisp it up, so it makes almost like a like a crisp, yeah, like a, like a cracker made of cheese, Ooh. and then you scrape that off the grill and throw that on the burger. Which I've is been also eating really these good. Parmesan crisps. It looks like 
they look like uh, like potato chips. Yeah, but it's, it's very pure, similar to what it is. But it's, it's like, pure Parmesan. Right, so exactly. As if I'm not eating enough Parmesan already. So you do that with like a cheddar or something Ooh, like baby. that. And you make these little like cheese crisps. You throw that right on the burger. Also pretty darn good. Mm. My girlfriend asked me a dumb question. She's like, what have you been eating cheese directly with your mouth? I'm like, what are these bite marks on the cheese? I'm like, <laughs> mm, sorry, baby. <laughs> it just tastes better that way. Oh, it does, dude. Oh, <laughs> You hear that, Chuck? Ooh, baby. It's time for the next stop on the biscuits and gravy train today, everybody. Mm. Spoiler alert. It's presented in part by a lovely endowment from Jim Carrey's Cemeteries. Oh, yeah. Somebody plot me. Jim Carrey's Cemeteries, home of Jim Carrey's cremations. You're smoking. And Gluttony Club was brought to us by Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. It isn't a rock. It's, it's a, a rock, rock lobster. lobster. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? And uh, Gluttony Club could not be presented in part by a lovely community-minded celebrity sponsor like Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Looking for something Jewish and shriveled? Look no further than Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. And also James Franco's hot dogs. His Franks are frankly the best. Which, Bob Speaking Dylan... Speaking of Jewish pickles... Oh, no way! I have a Jewish... Bob Dylan segue into Gluttony... Or into... Spoiler alert, too. What's your segue? Well, let's hear yours. All right, so I'm watching this terrible movie with Matt Dylan and Uma Thurman. Okay. And I know you're thinking, Chuck Thompson, why would Matt Dylan and or Uma Thurman both be in a good movie in the last, like, decade? Right. And what you know what you're thinking? You were 100% right. So this <laughs> okay. is a movie from 2008, and I'm like, oh, why haven't I seen this? So last night, as being a great boyfriend that I am, I right. said I'm going to Skype or Zoom, uh, FaceTime with my girlfriend, and we're both going to watch a movie <laughs> from eight miles away, and I let her pick the movie, and of course it was garbage. <laughs> Hot garbage. The movie is called The House That Jack Built, and it was an IFC under the it's radar. The house Jack Built. Which I w- wish it was like some sassy mama telling me the story. But instead, you remember that music video with Bob Dylan where he's leaning against the car and he's just throwing cards away? And then um, Weird Al Yankovic made a parody of that. Yeah. And his song is called Bob, and it's, it's all yes. rhyming. with the, like, You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. So within... So the Bob Dylan song is that... Uh, it's not Rainy Day Women... It's not stuck outside of Memphis with the but with whatever. the Memphis blues again. I don't know. It's some dumb Bob Dylan. I mean, I I'm dumb. in the basement mixing up the medicine. Yeah, there yeah. we go. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Which is is that making moonshine or meth? Because watching a lot of Breaking Bad, everything's about meth for me <laughs> right now. <laughs> Everybody's watching Breaking Bad. So right anyway, uh, Bob Dylan, great. Okay, uh, Bob or Matt Dylan, not so great. Okay. <laughs> no relation, of course. So the movie is about Matt Dillon being a, uh, a murderer, and it's told in, like, five vignettes, and he's talking to somebody the whole time, and you think he's, like, confessing it in, like, an insane asylum later, but it turns out he's talking to, like, a devil-like character, and it's stupid. So he kills a bunch of people in the movie. He kills 60 people altogether, but it just shows, like, five separate murders that he's doing. He kills a family with a rifle, and he dates them, and in between everyone, every, like, cut, they show him leaning against a car, dressed like Bob Dylan, with cards in his hands, throwing throwing cards away. And it's, like, just so dumb. The movie tries to be so meta, and then there is vignettes that have nothing to do with so the movie. So they're trying to capitalize on the fact that his last name is Dylan? I don't know, but... It's not even spelled the same way. No, you know how in Something About Mary... That's why I'm more of a Kevin Dylan fan. He, so. <laughs> of course. 
You know something about Mary? He has this, the script. Johnny Drama. Where he's reading it, and he knows that he's going to get listened into. So he's, like, reading a script back and forth with Jeffrey Tambor. Yes. Okay. So in the movie, there's a lot of, like, narration that goes over it. And it's him being deep, and it's clips of, like, 1920s movies that make no sense. It's like a, a sophomore year art project, this movie. It's the worst. Have you ever met people that went to school for art, like art school? They're the worst. And I know you went to art school for, for directing, right? I didn't right? go to art school. Where, where'd you go? I went to Temple University. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, I want to shoot Matt Dillon in the temple because this movie is stupid. So anyway, <laughs> spoiler alert, don't watch The House That Jack Built unless you want to like ruin your life. It was almost so bad it was worth watching it. The end of the movie, he's about to kill seven people at once with one bullet, and the cops are, like, breaking in, and then he realizes that he's talking to the devil the whole time, right. and the devil's like, hop in the storm drain. So then the last five minutes of the movie is, like, them crawling through, like, sores and tunnels until they get to hell, and then he tries to rock climb out of hell, and he falls, and then the movie ends, and you're like, what See, the hell did I just watch? This is why I don't watch any Uma Thurman movies that don't have Tony Shalhoub in them. The good thing about Uma Thurman is that she's only in it for six minutes, and he kills her brutally in the first five. That's That sounds like the worst part of the movie. <laughs> so I anyway, the more, that's, the more Uma, the better. The, the more Uma, the better. So that's spoiler alert with Chuck Thompson. And right. I've had 17 cups of espresso today. I'm so sorry. you know what you should not be watching. Let's tell you what you should be watching, Chuck. <laughs> Vince, you always such make great decisions here. <laughs> I don't make good decisions. I don't have enough time to watch TV, and when I do, I make That's bad like, decisions. My, I hate it. My girlfriend is always talking about how the shows that we watch, she's like, you always pick really good shows to watch. I'm like, yeah, it's because I'm not Chuck Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all right, so let's go <laughs> Let's go over some stuff that you should be watching while you're while you're cooped up at home. Uh, on Hulu, you could watch. Uh, I've been. I started watching Baskets again. Oh, it's so good! I had never gotten through the first seasons of the first season of Baskets. Guys, Not if you haven't seen like Baskets, it. it's really good. Louis Anderson, I think he won a Best Supporting. Louis Anderson actor plays Emmy a mom for playing. In the movie. Uh, yeah, he plays Zach Galifianakis' mom, and it's not offensive at all. It's just purely funny. It's really good. Zach um, Galifianakis plays two parts in it. He plays his brother that owns like a commuter college. He, yeah, he. Like, does. A vocational school. He plays. He plays like twin brothers, which he also does in Live at the Purple Onion, which was his old stand-up special. You remember that? Which is so funny. And dude. then it's like interlaced with clips of him, and one of them is interviewing his, his brother. His brother, and he talks about how we only bonded over that one Fuji song. <laughs> but if you haven't it's seen, not even that good. if you haven't seen Baskets, it's a little dark at the beginning, but stick with it. It's a pretty good show. Um, there's a lot of Kirkland signature <laughs> product placement. Oh my there. God, where his not girlfriend saves like the dog and it turns out it's a coyote <laughs> oh the kirkland signature insurance agent is so great uh also on hulu palm springs really palm liked springs it was that andy sandberg movie where it's sort of like a groundhog day there's no nudity but i still liked it yeah uh i like the the girl who who's the main character in there i like that the guy from state farm is the bad guy yeah, she is. She shows up in a lot of other stuff. She's in an episode of Black Mirror, the one where Todd uh, traps her in the computer program. <laughs> I like that actress. She kind of reminds me of your girlfriend a little bit. Just That's saying. what I said, and she's like, I don't see it. I'm like, isn't she also the woman that has cancer in Fargo season two? Yes. Also, that's Fargo why, season four. That's what we were, well, that's what we were talking about because we were just watching Fargo season two. Ah, so which we, has we, that guy in so it from Black Mirror and her in Black Mirror. Exactly. So we were – and Kirsten Dunst. And the world's <laughs> a biscuit. Uh, 
Oh, Kirsten so Dunst we, is the best in that so movie. So Diana had never seen. Kirsten Dunst. She had never seen any of the Fargo's. So there, a guys, while, so like a month or so ago, watch we Fargo. watched. We watched the first season of Fargo a couple so months good. ago. Then we watched season three of Fargo. I like that order. And then, then we then we two. went back and watched season two. I'm not sure why we did it out of order, but uh, I was just really in the mood to watch season three because I, I I think because I think we were talking about it at the condo. Yes. So guys, all of Hulu, all all of Fargo is available to watch on Hulu. If you haven't seen Fargo, it's one of the best shows on TV. Season four was supposed to be out already. It's got Chris Rock and Jason Schwartzman. Oh, in it. it's so good! I can't wait. It was supposed to come out, but because of the whole COVID thing, ah. they had two episodes left to film, so they're still not done filming yet. So we're gonna so have to wait for this whole. If thing If you've to be ever over. not hated China enough, now's your time to hate China. But you've got plenty of time to catch up on the first three seasons. Billy Bob Thornton and Colin Hanks are in the first season. Oh, Billy Colin Bob Thornton Hanks is so good. It's so good in that first season. See, gotta love it. That's they do a lot of voiceover work with Billy Bob Thornton, and he plays the voiceover in another season of it too. And season three, Billy Bob Thornton does some voiceover work. Right, and uh, Martin, what's his name? The, the Freeman. Guy, Martin Freeman, who yeah. plays the Hobbit. He. Uh, also does a narration in season two. Yeah. And he's in the- And, spoiler and alert, season two has aliens? How? Why? Find out! It's so good. It's only yeah. 14 hours if of television to watch. If you haven't seen Fargo, go watch Fargo. you got plenty of time to catch up on that. Also, Palm You know who's Springs. not in Fargo? Matt Dillon. So <laughs> Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. So what are you doing, Matt Dillon? Uh, if you have Amazon Prime, if you're one of the fortunate to have Amazon Prime, you can be watching the show Fleabag. We watched the first season of Fleabag. It's sort of like I would say it's like Atlanta. If Atlanta was, uh, if the the main character was a British woman, okay. So it's sort of uh, it's a little bit surrealistic, but also it's more just kind of like modern day uh, woman living in Britain. It's got it got a lot of Emmy have you nominations. Seen bubble gum? No, but that's with the girl from South Africa. Yeah, I have seen like one or two episodes of that. That's it's really good. Really good. I like too. it. Is that on Prime? Amazon Prime? Yeah, you gotta get it. It's not. It's really. Mm. Also, season two of The Boys is coming out in September, Ooh. which is uh, Amazon Prime's highest rated television show of all time. So, which means it's probably low rated compared to everything is, else in the it world. It is also that is highly anticipated. And if you're a Jim Gaffigan fan, as you and I both Ooh, are, love that sweet, sweet uh, Jim Gaffigan. There's a there's a Jim Gaffigan has a new stand up special. It's actually two specials. It's called Pale Tourist. One is filmed in Canada, and the other is filmed in Spain. And so it's him doing a stand-up, but it's also – he makes a lot of local-based jokes, you know? He's really great, man, Jim Gaffigan. You know, Follow him on Instagram if you want some heartwarming stories. When a comedian goes somewhere, like if a lot of comedians come to Hawaii, and then they all make a bunch of jokes about Hawaii. So this is – you can watch him make local jokes about him being in Canada and also about Spain. Talking yeah. a lot about Also, tapas. Todd Berry doing a, <laughs> a virtual naps. crowd work tour. So he's making fun of people on Skype. Got to check it out oh that sounds pretty good and that is this thursday so it's tomorrow night, i think uh yes yeah uh also let's see hbo max they had the i'll be gone in the dark finale which Ooh. is the true crime documentary about uh Patton oswald's uh deceased wife who wrote the book real crime fighter yeah, who wrote the book that got everybody interested in the Golden State Killer. Also and then since the then, term. they found the Golden State Killer. And Boy, then she died, the and the then East they Area caught Rapist. the Golden State Killer. Yeah, also known as the East Area Rapist, also known as the original Night Stalker. Uh, so if you like true crime documentaries, Which watch I do. that. Perry Mason series finale or season finale was also really good. Perry Mason got picked up for a second season, so that will be coming back. Also, they're replaying the original Perry Mason on IFC now. Uh, also, 
there's a really good movie called American Pickle starring Seth Rogen. Have you seen it? On HBO Max, we did watch it, and I really enjoyed it. Oh, my God. So American it's, Pickle with Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen plays two people in the movie again. It's sort of like an Encino Man type thing where Ooh. the guy gets, instead of getting frozen in ice, it's he a guy. Pickled. He falls into a, a vat of pickle juice, and he, he gets pickled. Um, <laughs> which preserves him, and then he wakes up a hundred years later in Brooklyn, and so he's like this. Where Brooklyn at? And so then he has to meet up with Seth Rogen, who is his like uh, great grandson. Oh, I love it! And so he kind of has to introduce him back into uh, to modern times. So it it follows a lot of uh kind of standard story plots. It's pretty much by the book, exactly what you expect. Uh, they both learn a little bit from each other, and. In the end, they get closer to each other. American They pickle. live, they learn, but it's a really nice kind of heartwarming movie, and uh, it's only like 80 minutes, so yeah. if, you have, if you're looking for something fun to watch, check out American Pickle. Um, you know what else is really heartwarming? I think we talked about this two weeks ago, Eurovision. Eurovision also, I, yes. I think that was really great. Like I think I want to say, I'm going on record here. I know I'm a biscuitier. I'm usually a manly man. That movie, pretty cute. Pretty cute. It's pretty cute. It got teared up a little bit at That's the end so too. Nice, little feral. It's, it's, so it's nice. funny too. Fairies are there. There's some some nice music. Yeah, the fairies killed somebody. <laughs> if you're if you're a fan of Eurovision, God, I'm sweating profusely. Uh, there's a lot of Eurovision cameos of actual contestants that show up in the show. So mm. check that out. Uh, also on HBO Max, there's a new Adventure Time like 45 minute like mini. Or like mini. Is it a spinoff? Is it not? Is it canon? Do we know? It is canon. The first one that they released is sort of a prequel to to ha- where Bimo comes from. Oh, so rad! Um, and they're they they're gonna produce like three or four of them. I like and Adventure they're Time. Releasing man. them over time, so you can check that out. And Lovecraft County comes out. Oh, I this saw Sunday. the previews for it. Yes, it's got Omar from The Wire. Heck yeah, dude! And it's about uh, racism and Cthulhu. Yep. The real evil is racism. In, like, the 30s. Uh, So, oh, and also the fourth season of Fargo, which is going to have Chris Rock, also takes place in, like, the 30s, 40s. Oh, I can't wait. So that's going to be really great. Uh, Also, if you have Netflix, what should you be watching? Maybe The Office. We've been binge-watching The Office. We've binge-watched Community. (sighs) That's what I should have done. I should have watched a dumb Matt Dillon movie. Maybe get into Parks and Rec again. See, I like Parks and Rec, man. I like Parks and Rec. I've only seen the whole series once. If you're going to rewatch it, skip season one and just start season two when Rob Lowe is in it. I love Rob Lowe's character, and I really like his acting in it, man. Right, and uh, Chris Pratt and Audrey Aubrey Plaza. Ooh, baby, Once that's the chemistry. Start, they have a lot of chemistry, so they get together in what season two or three? Yeah, and then season three, they're living together, and he eats out of a frisbee because they don't have any bulls. It's so funny, <laughs> I love it. I like when um, he he wants to go to the Grand Canyon, so they so, steal Aubrey so Plaza's like, parents' car. Yeah, and she drives him in the middle of the night while he's asleep all the way to the Grand Canyon, and he gets there, and she's like, "Check it out!" And he wakes up, and he's like, "Where are all the giant faces?" <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love Parks and Recreation. Uh, spoiler alert is presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's cucumber <laughs> puns. <laughs> what? Let Benedict go to waste. I wasn't that's, reading. That's what American Pickle is brought to us by. <laughs> also, today's show is brought to us by Most Deaf's Hearing Aids. Get less deaf with Most Deaf. Oh, and here it is. Benedict Cumberbatch's cucumbers. There's no cucumber match for Cumberbatch. And How funny apropos. for the biscuits and gravy, B&G Radio is presented in part by James Brown's Scrotal Transplant Center. Papa's got a brand new bag. It's a man's world down at James Brown Squirtle Transplant Center. Well, thanks for tuning in to KKU KKU 88.5, the voice of gravy.
Chuck. That's enough spoiler alert for today. <laughs> it's time for me to grab my lizard skin lasso. <laughs> my lizard skin bullwhip, that is. And your lizard skin cowboy hat. Chee-hoo. I could get uh, and some snake some snakeskin boots. Oh, Lord, dude, I would look so <laughs> cute. It's time for conspiracy boots, roundup. Hey, why don't they make condoms out of snakeskin? Um, I don't know. Would that feel? Wouldn't that feel like good? The, would it feel bad? You don't even have to change the shape. You just take the skin right. <laughs> you just gut the snake, <laughs> <laughs> hollow it out like when you instead of cracking open a blunt when you just squeeze all the tobacco out of yeah. it and then re-stuff it. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, just cut the head off the snake, squeeze out the guts. You're not an <laughs> anaconda. You're more of an asp. My anaconda don't want none unless you've got buns on. I want that sweet Tara buns on. <laughs> oh, right, all jokes aside, guys, it's time to set the oven to 420. All jokes aside, grab the tin foil hats. taro bread and make French toast out of it. It is so good. Malakai French toast. You will not be disappointed. That's why the French flag is on the flag of Hawaii. <laughs> so much misinformation. It's almost as if we're talking to KQ. Oh, DJ Donald Trump, bro? I know. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, baby. Speaking of DJ Donald Trump, should we get into Conspiracy Cookbook? It's time to wake and bake the biscuits and gravy way, everybody. Set your arms to 420. We don't even have Grab time for the tinfoil. It's time for Conspiracy Roundup. Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, wow, where to start, Chuck? We've got so much. So I guess we should start with um, uh, China. a couple weeks ago, we were talking about uh, Kanye West. Yep. And we posited that there's a conspiracy going around that Kanye West was actually working in cahoots with Donald Trump. And the reason that Kanye West was running for president was because he was doing it as a favor. Wrong. And working with Donald Trump, of course, to take vote to take uh, votes away from Joe Biden. Now, of course, if you were to transport into the the future, right? Let's say you fell asleep in like 2015 and you woke up in 2020, right? Ugh. What would you see if you saw this news story that Donald Trump had nothing to do with Trump with uh, Kanye West <laughs> applying to run for president? Uh, so we were talking about that, and we we're saying it's kind of suspicious because. Uh, Kanye West, who literally has assets numbering in the billions of dollars. And it only makes common sense. He got a bunch of PPP loans, like millions of dollars of small business loans. Well, that's how our government works, baby. Everyone in America is about to, or the poor people are about to start losing all their money. But people like Kanye West is getting bailed out. The rich keep getting richer. And, and so a lot of people were saying, hey, this was probably some sort of quid pro quo. He was getting these loans because he was working with Donald Trump to help him win the election. And then we found out... It's actually Russia. Since since two weeks ago when we talked about that on the air, it turns out that Kanye West pretty much came out and said... Exactly that, this! That that's what was going on. So it's, it's Once again, biscuits and gravy, baby. We got a pulse on what's really going on. And then, like, just this morning, the, it got released on the news that it turned out he... There was documentation of him, of Kanye West, meeting with Jared Kushner. Kushner! So we know, and West! We know for a fact that that... That that wasn't just a, cons- a crazy conspiracy. That was something that actually happened. They were working in cahoots. Um, and you know, it, we're going to find out Kanye, that whales are really Kanye fake West and I'm be blown used away. used a bunch of fake names on his uh, ballot. This is where it gets the worst, dude. And so Kanye West might actually get in trouble for election fraud. I know. <laughs> Which is weird because usually only only Republicans commit election fraud. 
Um, so this would be this would be sense. the first. Uh, now, true, he was working with Donald Trump, who is a Republican, but he wasn't running as a Republican. So this would be pretty much the first documented case of a non-Republican committing election fraud. Actually, not 100 percent because the post office and it might be Republicans behind it, but I don't know. The post office people are reporting. Well, I'm glad that you brought all this up, Chuck. The mail sorters for the voting have disappeared. Right. So uh, we were also talking about how we were talking about. We've talked a lot about mail, how the government is trying to give you coronavirus. That's why you got to microwave your mail to kill Got to microwave your mail, man. Um, and uh, we. The we stamps are pretty much the mark of the beast. Donald Trump and the Republicans were trying to convince us that voting by mail is wrong and that it's a new phenomenon, even though voting by mail has been around since the Civil War. Uh, he also said that absentee ballots are okay, but voting by mail is not okay. And they're the same thing. Even though it's the same thing, and Donald Trump himself has voted by mail. It's like saying you can have ice cream because it's good for you, but you can't have, have frozen cream and sugar. Frozen yogurt because <laughs> it's bad for you. Um, so that, the, whole, the whole voting by mail thing has Republicans scared. So yeah, what did they do? Not, now listen, they decided to go to the source, and instead of trying to convince people not to vote by mail, what are they going to do? They're just going to shut down, down the mail. Shut down the mail, baby, which is actually pretty genius if you think about it. If you can't, you can't vote by mail, there is no mail. Yeah, instead of making yourself better, just ruin your opponent. And right. your opponent is freedom. And also just rig the election so that nobody can vote. Because Now, does he have to rig the election because he's going against Biden this time, who just sniffs hair and is weird? Um, I'm glad you brought that up also because I got, I got more for conspiracy round. So some people are thinking, all right, so we know that everybody in politics and the people that control the world. Those of you that, that don't have the wool pulled over your eyes. The government is run by a secret cabal of, of pedophiles, Satanists. And uh, lizard people, right? Believe me. So they are. We all we all know that there was really no evidence of there was no videos. Even if you're not enlightened enough to know that lizard people in the New World Order are just trying to take control over us, right? Right. There's good people and bad people on both sides, but there's bad people on both sides, baby. And so I I'm positing that Joe Biden. Remember how as soon as Joe Biden started running for president, we started seeing all these compilation videos of him sniffing <laughs> little girls. Yes. I think that. He did that. He released that video himself to show that he is actually qualified to be president. Because you have to be a weirdo to be president. Because we all we we and know who did like, who wasn't a weirdo? We, like, Obama. People who like, does everyone hate Obama? Like people like Donald Trump. He has do- he has documented evidence of him hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein and being on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. Um, Bill Clinton. Isn't it weird that not one celebrity evidence that Bill stepped Clinton forward and said, "Oh my God, I can't Jeffrey. believe I was friends with this monster. Yeah. We should do something to help these sixty women that stepped forward." That we know that evidence. Bill Clinton was on Jeffrey Epstein's island. There's there's documented evidence. It's of disgusting. That. You know what they call but, this airplane? But Lolita Joe, Express. Joe Biden, he didn't have any connections to to pedophiles. So no. He was like, well, how am I going to prove to the American people and the secret cabal of lizards that, that I'm good enough, that to, I'm be good enough to be the president. the president? And that's why Joe Biden released that video himself to show that, you know, he's he's in the running. Now, antagonists of the Biscuits and Gravy show will tell you that sleepy Joe Biden is <laughs> not having weirdo stuff with kids. He's just an old guy and old people are like, oh, come here. Let me pinch your cheek. Uh, also, we know that lizards like to enslave people, and Clearly. Joe Biden just recently picked Kamala Harris as his VP running mate, and we all know that Kamala Harris 
is pro-slavery because when she was uh, in California, she actually. Do you know about this? No. About uh, the prison prison labor. Oh in my God! Yes. Okay. 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 So Kamala Harris. They were trying to. There's a lot of overcrowding in Bis- California prisons. Biscuitiers, gravy gals, biscuit boys, KAQ <laughs> aficionados. Slavery is legal in the United States, and we are not allowed to buy stuff from other countries if they use prison labor. However, the United States, huge fan of prison of labor. Prison labor. Vincent Fody, tell me more. So there was a lot of overcrowding going on in California prisons, and so they Thanks, tried. Reagan. They tried to pass legislation where any anybody that was nonviolent criminal. Uh, could be eligible po- for parole to get all these criminals off the payroll and get them out of prison. Uh, and so Kamala Harris came out and said, wait, hold, hold up, on just hold a second. Hold a second. Or, if we, or. Let, if we let nonviolent criminals go and reduce uh, our overpopulated, crowded prisons, then where are we going to get all of our free labor from? Mexican, the state of California we can't get it Mexicans anymore. on free slave labor. So... Uh, great job, Kamala Harris. Oh, lordy. Also, she was, like, really a proponent of Sleepy Joe Biden sniffing people's hair. And now she's like, sure, I'll be your VP. Well, she also did say that she's she believed Joe Biden's support uh, accusers. Yeah, uh, so she believed. She Well, just, Terry. Be, just because you believe something doesn't mean you can't also get in the bed with Joe Biden. I mean, that's, I guess, basically how dirty politics is together. <laughs> we all know politicians are dirty. That's uh, enough about the world. We have local conspiracies that are mind-blowing, Vincent Fody. Oh, so you don't want to talk about uh, the government releasing information about UFOs? We've already talked about it, baby. You Anytime don't want to talk something about, you don't terrible talk happens. You don't want to talk about QAnon and how... Oh, I love QAnon, man. Um, QAnon is... You know, QAnon, some people QAnon say QAnon that's just a distractify. Is, QAnon is just a sellout. It's That's like mainstream conspiracy theories that they just released. It's like QAnon is like, it's like Green Day. Yeah. It's like they're they're trying to be punk rock, but they're, but they're they, not. But they're just a bunch of sellouts, and they've, they've gone How, mainstream so long ago. Who's punk rock that they have a Broadway show? All right, We're so, Sid Vicious shooting up in our Ds. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> you want to get into the nuts and bolts of what's going on here on the island of Maui? Now, as you all know, Biscuiteers, this is going to get us. I It's already been glitching today. Now, as you know, every time I mention Hillary Clinton or Blackwater, my episode <laughs> gets erased. Exactly. Now, or as you know, the on the Biscuit Gravy Show, down. we are not fans of the ATF because the ATF, Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, which, is a part of the government, sound really and cool. their only job is to kill babies, right? We all know it. Well, also innocent adults. Innocent adults, yeah. Right. So ATF, now, you all know the government They're the has people, to do— they, they botched the Ruby Ridge incident. They've got to do good things, right? They, Every time they, they, murder they build a bridge, Waco. they burn a bridge, right? right? One step forward, two steps back with the ATM. Yep. And we're one step out of the shoe shine here in Biscuits and Gravy. Chuck, do you remember um, a, a couple months ago when we were hanging out in Hana and we were talking about cigarette tax stamps? Of course. <laughs> okay. And because I was looking at the bottom of my cigarettes. And, and it wasn't taxed. And there was, there was no tax stamp on the bottom of my cigarettes. Cigarette smokers in the island of Hawaii and nationwide. Have you ever noticed when you buy cigarettes from places that it might be from like an Indian reservation. There or has to be a, there has state. to be a, a state stamp on the bottom of your pack of cigarettes to show that those people imported and paid the import. Yeah, tax which is on basically the like the mafia, right? And so, uh, so I realized that my pack of cigarettes did not have a tax stamp on the bottom, and I thought that maybe this goes all the way to the top. Now, soon after that, a man on Waihe Beach Road got in trouble right, because, because he broke into a person's house and stole 19 unregistered guns. Mm-hmm. 
19 guns. Now the eight. Now who would be in charge of policing a bunch of uh, stolen guns and also tobacco stamps? Lieutenant Dan. No, it's not Lieutenant Dan. No. It would be the ATF. The ATF, because of they're in charge of alcohol, tobacco, tobacco and, fire. and firearms. So if there really was a conspiracy brewing. And the ATF was Oh, it's to percolating, him. baby. What do you think the Maui police officers would do? What happened in the Kihei police station in the beautiful island of Maui last week? What happened? An accident where he shot himself with, like, a rifle? A rifle was accidentally discharged inside the police station, killing an ATF agent. How does that happen? And then, a couple days later, what happens? Uh, uh, also, wait, Courtney Love, Ma- not on island. A Maui police officer... Then is found dead in his apartment. Suicide or suicided? You now, be the judge. Now I've messaged. I'm telling you, Chuck. Local, it goes all the way to the top. It goes all the way to Now, I've messaged some of the local Maui conspiracy groups here, and okay. no one's talk. No one even wants to talk about this, man. So again, I'm going to say it here first. Just like many things on the Biscuits and Gravy Show, we ask the good questions. Weeks later, it percolates to the top, right? Right. We talk about a TV show being canceled. They bring it back. We talk about a TV show not being on Netflix. It gets sold from Amazon Prime, aka Amazon Lane. Dude, we've been ahead of we've been ahead of the biscuit on a lot We're of stuff. We're giving everything the biscuit bump, baby. Right. Our gravy train is going full force, and ain't no one stopping us. That's true. So, guys, we're just asking questions here, but look it up. And but someone also, pointed out to me, and this is true. This is true. Someone pointed that this out to me that the guy that got arrested for the 19 guns is there's a relation with him with the police officer that killed himself. Oh, no. What is that relation? I don't know. We're just asking questions. We're just asking questions here. I'm hearing a lot of things. We're just asking questions. But, I mean, Maui Police Department, I mean, we can all say from anyone, it's like, remember like when everyone got DUIs and then the state government was like, oh, Maui Police didn't do their job in any way, shape, or form, so you can't arrest people on DUIs. They had to throw out 10 years of, like, DUIs. Remember this? I do remember that. And that's because a uh, Supreme Court judge said, oh, I looked, it was like, oh, Maui? Those police are, are a joke, right? Right. We can all agree. No, 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 you're thinking police <laughs> everywhere. When the, when the police went into the uh, the newspaper office and, like, started, like, harassing them, roughing them up and taking yeah. their computers and stuff. Yeah. Look this up, baby, before your computer explodes. So I just want to say, if me and Chuck, we're both in, we're both happy in yes. our lives. So if one of us all of a sudden kills ourselves, don't believe it. Yeah, don't believe it. It ATF, was the NAF, Maui Police Department. It was the, it was the ATF. Now, the only Got thing it. I wish is that the Maui Police Department, cops, you know what cops do, right? They are usually, the point of cops oh, are to, I like, know all about cops, Jeff. You know, the point of cops are usually just to kill kill dogs and violate people's civil rights, right? That's usually what police are for. Occasionally, AKA like, protect and serve. 40 to 50% of them do beat their wives. I know it's true, whatever. <laughs> but I wish that cops would just change. I want to augment one thing about the police. Could they start killing cats instead of dogs? Yeah, we we don't need less dogs, but we do need less cats. We do need less cats. So you know, if you're you know uh, uh, you know whatever, just uh. they they are killing the black cats though. So <laughs> well, let's not speculate on that too much. All right, Chuck, are you ready to get into some real some real deep conspiracy? Ooh, baby, the most amount. What do you know about Adrenochrome? Oh my God, <laughs> are we talking about Adrenochrome right now, bro? What do you know about Adrenochrome, Chuck? Is that like this a, is, new, a new this wave is getting, band? This is getting really deep down the rabbit hole. Uh, is that a Paul Simon <laughs> co- song? Adrenochrome does sound like a German techno band from like the 80s. <laughs> Adrenochrome. Yeah, Adrenochrome. Um, okay, so we know that lizards run the world. 
Who runs the world? Lizards. We know. Well, they're trying to run the world. We know that all that also the world is run by people who uh, kidnap, torture children, right? Yeah, it's it's really sad, but basically, uh, there's more slavery now than there's ever been before. And and the people that run the world also. Uh, do satanic rituals where they sacrifice kids yes, and that, torture that's them. that's the cabal. Now, a lot of people have been talking about adrenochrome lately, which is why they think that a lot of people torture kids and kill them because it's a way of harvesting adrenochrome, which is uh, like a drug that's the produced youth. by the adrenaline gland. Yes. And then... Uh, it's uh, how the body repairs itself, though. And then people take this this pure adrenochrome this, and they inject it back into themselves or they consume it and it's supposed to be like a fountain of youth almost. Now, we know that rich people do the same thing with blood, right? They right. take athletes' blood and cycle it through, right? right. Or you, they just hire like young, healthy people, and they actually do blood transfusions. Where and this is what they're doing above board. Imagine what they're doing below board. Right, exactly. And that's, this is, that's actually something that's true. That's something that you can look up. That's something that celebrities do and mm-hmm. the, the, the rich people do. They do blood transfusions. Uh, they get platelets and plasma injected back into them to help keep them young. Maybe. So people aren't just sex trafficking kids out of Mar-a-Logo to get HJs from 15-year-olds. Right, exactly. It goes, it goes beyond that. They're actually using these kids to harvest adrenochrome. Wow, um, that's like Mia Khalifa's glasses, used and abused. And uh, <laughs> we know that uh, people like Hunter S. Thompson talked about in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yes, he did. Uh, chewing on a fresh adrenaline gland. And also, oh, my God, it's so gross. The, in the milk bar in uh, Clockwork Orange. Yes. Oh, the, the God. Milk, the milk has is laced with oh, adrenaline. Oh, <laughs> So <laughs> In the movie, the girls were like, Middle teenagers in the book, they were like eleven. Right. So there, there's a, a long history of of people talking about harvesting adrenaline and using it. That's what the new world order wants to do, man. They sprinkle it here and there, and they indoctrinate us to get used to it. 2014, something will be running on a Dreamacone platform. It'll be right there out <laughs> in the open, baby. And who who do we know? What's a, a major movie company that is that is run secretly by? By pedophiles and 20th Satanists, Century Fox, which is owned by uh, Disney. Disney is absolutely correct. Disney just canceled and got rid of 20th Century Fox. By the way, yes, they did because they're trying to they're trying to hide their their trail. They are, and though, also, legit. who made the movie Monsters Inc. Disney. Disney, Pixar? and what is the movie Monsters, Inc. about? It's about, about monsters scaring kids, kids to get their energy. In, in order to extract scary energy from kids, it can't be any more obvious, Chuck. They're, now, just, we they're know just doing it right out in the open at this point. Mexico, South America, notorious for human trafficking for organs, right? We know that China has like a Muslim camp where they're just selling their hair and their organs, and it's terrible. It's brutal, right? <laughs> We know that Wayfarer was trafficking children. Right. And now we know. Also, uh, have you heard about the, the troll doll incident? <laughs> no, are you I fa- haven't. Are you familiar- I actually am completely unaware. Of it. I've been living under a rock. All right, so there's a movie that, there's a movie that just came out called Trolls World Tour. Of course. And it's basically about uh, trolls, troll dolls who, Trippin who are like uh, and who are music stars. Yeah. There's a lot of singing and dancing. Um, and there's a, a pop star troll who's a young girl named Poppy. Oh now, lordy! They came out. Oh lordy! They came out with a doll to go along with the movie because you course. know whenever got to make the money. From whenever it, right? you come out with a movie, you come out with some dolls and some merchandise to go along with it. Yep. And on the pop star doll Poppy, 
Um, there's a button on her belly that you can press that makes her make sounds. But there's also another button on the doll that's not listed on the packaging. Oh, no. There's a button on the doll that makes different sounds. Is and everyone listening to this on KKU 80.5 The Voice of Maui? And that button is located on the doll underneath her between her two legs. Oh, my God. No way. Yeah. So there has been a huge outrage by parents because they're saying that this is the movie companies and their merchandise conditioning. They're trying to condition kids. They're trying to condition it's kids. It's called to get them grooming, used to everybody. The, they're grooming kids to normalize molestation. And it's so weird because there's a button in between the doll's eyes, and when you touch it, it makes like a little uh sound. No. Uh, and so they have since pulled the doll, and they will no longer be making the doll. So uh, it's going to become. It's just one more way Disney Channel is always trying to be purity rings, but really fetishizing it. Right, and I'm th- I think it might be DreamWorks or something like that. Oh my God. But either way, that's we, not how dreams work. But we know that that that's the way that's the way that you become a pop star because look at all these Disney look at all these young Disney people who have who have become and pop who stars. was the star people of trolls like Justin Aguilera. Timberlake who was Justin Timberlake's girlfriend Britney Spears Britney Spears who also, was actually she was a Mouseketeer but Justin Timberlake was also a Mouseketeer so he's part of the machine and who looks ageless they both do right and so we know that Britney Spears is also being silenced right now Britney yes. Spears, a.k.a. JonBenet Ramsey. <laughs> yes, Britney Spears, JonBenet Ramsey, same person. Uh, so it's just... She was kidnapped by Jocelyn Maxwell. This is and just if you don't believe another me, link in the, chain the same law firm that represented both of them. Disney Corporation. So the same Spears. law firm that works for Disney, worked for Giselle Maxwell, worked for the kidnapped child. The, the, the Ramseys, the Ramsey family. Connect the dots, bro. It ain't that hard. Chuck... It's not easy. Remember when Conspiracy so Cookbook was fun? <laughs> like chemtrails and poisoning. Remember the when, we, when we used to talk about conspiracies that weren't true? Now we now, now every, it's getting too real, baby. It's, it's just it's almost not as fun talking about. The biscuit's getting hard. <laughs> you mean the, the gravy's getting thick. The earth is shaped like a biscuit, people. The earth right here. is biscuit shaped. All right. You got anything else for a Conspiracy Cookbook? I don't. I'm just riled up, baby. I could go for some adrenochrome. Oh, adrenochrome. Just drink like four espressos and you'll feel like you've had some adrenochrome. Oh, my God. I've had three Baileys, two cups of coffee, two espressos. That was Conspiracy Roundup. Conspiracy Roundup was brought to us in part by Johnny Depp's glasses. The best perception is depth perception. And also by Gary Oldman Senior Centers. If your years are golden, spend them with Oldman. Gary Oldman Senior Centers. I had such a lovely time here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Thanks for tuning in to KKU, KKU 88.5. The voice of gravy. Vincent Fodi, my co-host, my cohort, my co-something. You want to prove that today is an educational show of Biscuits and Gravy? Because technically we are an educational show. A nonprofit educational Maui's number two radio program. Thanks for making us Maui's number two favorite radio program. We didn't program. even say any curse words today. Not yet. So maybe we can. Well, there's still time. Today's show is brought to us in part by Manny Pacquiao's backpacks. Manny Pacquiao's backpacks. We need a quality backpack. Backpacquiao. Today's wow. show has been brought to us by Jeremy Irons. Irons, you'll be impressed with Jeremy's irons. <laughs> and also by Sylvester Stallone's Speech Therapy Center for when your speech skills are a little rocky. All right, it's time to jump into the nuts and the bolts of the show here. That sounds to me one thing, one thing only. 
You know what my favorite segment is, Chuck? This is your favorite segment? It's Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. I like it because it's it's the tie between us and our audience because people email us at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at, at gmail.com. Gmail so don't forget to email us your trivia questions. People from all over the country and all around the globe and all the ships sailing at sea, send us your trivia questions. We'll ask them to Chuck live on the air Ooh, here baby. in the Biscuit Bunker. And uh, we'll try to prove once and for all that Chuck is the smartest buffalo in the room. Are you ready to get into it, Chuck? I'm ready, baby. All right. Our first question comes from Hal in Los Gatos, California. He wants to know, Hal asks, Breaking Bad takes place where? In Albuquerque. 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 Albuquerque, New Mexico. B. B. You, Quirky. <laughs> That's Weird Al Wednesday. Now we're out of bear claws. <laughs> All right, our second question comes from Jeff in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Jeff wants to know, what president warned about the military-industrial complex in his farewell speech to the nation? Oh, of course, Ike Eisenhower. Eisenhower is correct. Yes. And we should all be aware of the military industrial complex. They no one wants to help out poor people or people with mental disabilities. We have to do fundraising, we have to have dumb nonprofits do car washes. Meanwhile, like sixty percent of our budget goes to bombs that we never go off. And when they do go off, it's just to throw out people and in other countries and hurt brown people. We're the worst. Eisenhower knew he was talking about because he was a general and he was the president. So yeah, he's so he's the, like, hey, he's in the perfect position to warn us about the military-industrial complex. Just like Washington warned us about the two-party system. And we didn't listen. We didn't listen. Uh. And now we are all wrapped up in the thick of it. All right, our third question is always a sports question. Who is Michael Jordan? <laughs> because as you know, Chuck, uh, sports is... Chuck's Achilles hoof. That's right. I'm the smartest buffalo in the room, but sports are stupid. So we always ask a sports question at the end, and today's third and final question comes from Nancy in Kansas City, Missouri. Nancy wants to know, in this 1997 movie, a golden retriever joins the high school basketball team because <laughs> they find out that <laughs> there's no rule in the rule book that says a dog can't play basketball. What movie is that, Chuck? Oh, my God. Uh, uh. I'm gonna, I'm so, I'm so ashamed. This is like Sonny Dennis's best joke. <laughs> uh, all right. So Golden Retriever, his name's Buddy, I think. That's correct. And it's a basketball movie. Golden Receiver. Golden was the second Receiver. Line where he plays. <laughs> I hate you so much. What's the name of the movie where the dog plays basketball? Uh, Air Bud. Airbud is correct. No and he way! got three out of three this week, Chuck. Yeah! I'm the smartest <laughs> and buffalo alive! And you know what that means. That's the end of our show. Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Thanks for tuning in to KKU, KKU 88.5. Today's show was presented in part by Little John's Maid Service. They'll clean everything from the windows to the walls. And also by Brad Pitt's Peaches. There's a little pit inside every peach. Oh, Vince, it's so cute. I love you. So if Chuck or I end up dead before the end of the week, uh, you guys know what really happened. Yeah, you know it, man. The ATF got us. Holy lordy, lordy, lordy. What's going on with that? Uh, we we're just asking questions We're here. We're just asking questions. And thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5. We'll see you next week. Same biscuit time, same biscuit place. And from me to you, hello! <laughs> kisses. Little kisses. Little kisses. Little kisses. Little kisses.